A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Ian Stone and welcome to the Football's On podcast, uh, except it's a Football's Not On podcast. Uh, I'm joined by Ian Moore and Joe Corfield. Hello. 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 Thank you for coming down. We'll start with the internationals. Um, yeah, it was all very, uh, very uh, serious. Uh, can I ask a question about England and France, right? Yes. Is that possibly the first ever game where the audience has peaked for the national anthem? <laughs> Essentially. I mean, people watch that and then we're like, we've seen that. Do we really? Nothing else today? mattered, did it? Well, it, it really didn't. didn't. It didn't. And it was point. very odd because normally I watch football in English commentary when I'm in France, so I know what's going <laughs> on. Because <laughs> you've only been there, what, 10 uh, years? Yeah, I know, I know. I'm, just, I'm a slow learner. <laughs> um, but we, we watched it in French television, and the commentator, um, whose name I forget, but he was co commentating with Lisa Razou, um, the co commentator was in tears. Is that right? The commentator was in tears as, as everybody sang the Marseillaise, yeah. which is a very evocative. It, it is, is the anyway. best, it is the, the best. best national anthem. Yeah. If we're going to have top you one, reckon, there's, no, I reckon, there's nothing yeah. else even close to I it. I like the Italian one. It's the no, way where it does pomp, that. Do, do, pomp, do, it gets into pomp, a high register. No, but this is, this is yeah. proper, this is emotive. Sorry. And that scene in Casablanca. It's because we've all well. seen the scene in Casablanca. Okay. That's what, so what well, they should do I is was start standing up doing that. <laughs> I, was, I was pounding my heart with my fist. <laughs> Dressed as a shouting, Let them eat cake. I was, I was going nuts. And it was, it was just so evocative. It, was, it was. It was a wonderful thing. It was very moving. And then, but uh, even then, but you said, did the football matter? It kind of didn't. But then... When Deli Ali scored that goal, me and my, um, my sons were still jumping up and down, going, yes! And then sort of sitting there going, oh, oh feel bad. Oh, oh, hang on. Well, this is what I was going to say. It was probably best that it wasn't a competitive match, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Because if it was a competitive match, you, the, the, every English person in the stadium sings the Marseillaise, and then five minutes later, get up, you cheating French. You know, we can't <laughs> yeah. have that, right? Well, that's what I thought was very <laughs> weird about it. I was in a hotel, and I did exactly that. I got to watch the beginning. <laughs> I did well up yeah. when uh, the Marseillaise, the and then when it started, and there was some kerfuffle, some English players, you know, doing a bit of pulling and shoving in the corner to get the ball, and I just thought, how rude! Yeah. I really, I'm yeah. I can't. I, yeah. This is going to upset me if you're going to be rude to the French people yeah. and not just let them have the ball all the time. We beat them, but there's I, a kind of thing rude. as well. I when the. the I kind of started watching the match thinking that way. Well, it doesn't really matter. But there was a point fairly early on where Olivier Giroud dived and, no. then, and then made an issue of something. And I just oh. thought, no, this is the same as every other no. match. Yeah. If, oh, if yeah. he doesn't care about the niceties and sensibilities <laughs> of this, I'm not having it either. We are playing France. <laughs> and and it, as far as England are concerned, I, I, I find it difficult to get involved with England. 
I mean, I must say, I mean, you live in Scotland, you live in France. <laughs> so, you know, you just deserted us, both yeah. of you. But do you, it, it, it's hard to care, isn't it? It's really hard to care because they don't care. They do care. They, they care too much. No, they don't care in the way that they don't have that thing, that team thing. You know, Northern Ireland, Ireland and Wales are in on team spirit. Yeah, but England have got better players. Of course they have. That's why it's worse. That's why it's so much <laughs> you'd, worse. You'd, you'd rather we had worse players and more teams. They could get through with worse players if they were. It's all about that's all the whole weird thing about football that you know worse players. You know Wales are through and England are through, but they've awful. Got, they've got one very good player, Wales. Yeah, let's be fair. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they've got one well, one player, what? and they're doing it. And also, and I think that's enough. Roy Hodgson, his way, it's like, and it's not. I'm not being ageist by this, but he should just go off and do like a bowling team. Or something. Because that's the way it's all up there. They'd never be able to stand up again. But if they're not, there'd be too much oh, bending, wouldn't there? He'd have to use one of those child things yeah. where he pushes yeah. the ball down. He's yeah. too. Walking basketball. Oh. That's what he needs to do. He's getting on, but you know, 65 is the new 45, isn't that? What but he seems so much older than 65. Well, he's England manager. I mean, you know what? It, that, that does that's age what people. It does age people. And they like bland managers as well. He's a long well, line of bland managers. Of, we've, all, we've tried Capella, we've tried all sorts of we tried like foreigners because we thought we don't really know what kind of people they are. Yeah, <laughs> they're we don't know their personality. They just seem foreign, but they were they were quite bland and not like fiery as well. No, I, uh, Roy has banned the uh, the team. From, uh, from going on holiday before the Euros. Well, they're only going to be at the Euros for a couple of days. They can yeah. save it, can't yeah. they? <laughs> they get cheap flights. Absolutely. Like holidays. Absolutely. No, but I mean, because because before Euro 2012, Wayne really went to Vegas, right? A lot of the Premier right. League footballers go to America because they don't get recognised so much now. Uh, over there. And they don't like speaking foreign languages. And, they, and there is possibly that yeah. as well. But Wayne Rooney went to Vegas and it, it affected his, his performance. Uh, Why? Did he lose a lot of money? Yeah. Did, did, did he meet Sharon Stone? Uh, Why? What, what I, do you know what? He was in some way affected by the whole thing. He was doing a residency at the Sands, wasn't the, the, he? <laughs> the, Paul Zerdin following <laughs> Wayne Rooney. The best performance England have had at, at a, a big t- uh, tournament in the last 20 years is when they went off to Hong Kong and got absolutely smashed in the dentist chair. Do you remember mm, that? Yeah. In 1996. I've, by the way, I've been in there. Have you been in there? I went what, the dentist chair? In, 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 dent- in Hong Kong. I did a gig in Hong Kong. I did a gig for John Moorhead, a yeah. uh, promoter who works out there, and, and he took us to the club, uh, the fifth floor of some, some block, and there's a dentist chair there. And you go in, you lie in the chair, and they pour booze down your throat. And I've never gone from sober to drunk as quickly as that. I mean, you know, I was, I was sober and then they poured the booze in. I was drunk instantly. That's why it was used good. as a method of killing in Get Carter. Yeah. That's why they do those kinds yes. of things. <laughs> That's, he didn't chase me up a slag heap first. <laughs> I got in the lift and I was fine. No, but what but I'm saying is that seemed to work for the team. Because it's team spirit, isn't it? Team bonding. No, but that, also no that didn't work for the team. What worked for the team was the persecution they felt they got from the media afterwards for doing that. Well, maybe if they'd gone away and done that and nobody had reported it, they'd have just come staggering back home like any other stag might have had to <laughs> yeah. drink. But they had a siege mentality because oh, everybody was having a go at them. So you need the two elements. Yes, you need them I think to you get do. absolutely yeah. wasted and do all that team bonding. Mm. And then you need the, the press to pillory them yeah. and say, what's this is and that brings them but it, it, it also seems a bit like Roy Hodge. I don't know where he's at because it's like he's saying, "Well, I don't want that sort of thing." But I think, what, where, where, what, 
I don't know what year he thinks it is as well. You know, he's going, oh, because that Jimmy Greaves, he drinks a lot, Jimmy Greaves, you've got to watch him <laughs> while he's on holiday. <laughs> I think it's possibly the best thing they could do is do something together. Do yeah. something, maybe train for a tournament. But it seems like, they, you know, it's like, why radical. are they not, so why are they not bonding? Why do they, because they're they the only on one, they need one person, it's not Wayne Rooney, one person to go, we, like, and be like the, the Spanish team, to go, we can make ourselves something. That's yeah. why they need John Terry in the squad, because it unifies everybody else in hatred. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going, I'm not sitting with him. Yeah, so bring out the old... The 21 players yeah. going, let's just all... 21 players stick together. Um, Ireland qualified. Arnold qualified, and Roy Keane, I know this is a weird thing to say, but Roy Keane looked really happy. And it's not his default setting, as no. we know. Mm. But he was genuinely walking around that pitch looking pleased. I mean, what to make of it? It won't last, will it? Mm. It was very it. uncomfortable watching it, because there was, there was almost an element of it, because he, I think, is very aware of his own character. Mm. And so when, he, yeah, so, so when he was smiling, there was almost a look in his eye going, I can't smile here, but now I can't help myself smiling. And then he'd get angry with himself. <laughs> when he, and so internally, there's, he's having a fight. You know? yeah, yeah. So it's very odd. But the, great, the, the funniest thing I saw this week with Roy Keane was he did a press conference, I think, the day after, and he was talking about his future. He wanted to go back into club management. He but said. he wanted to do the Euros first, but he didn't know yet about approaching any clubs because he said, I'm not a networker. And you just think that, no, you're not. No, no you're not. I no. can't see you I... schmoozing at a party. He was wearing tight leggings, though. Did you notice that? And which he... club did you see him at? <laughs> <laughs> no, when he's walking around the pitch, he's wearing his tight leggings. He's like he's combining football management with contemporary dance. <laughs> that, is a, that is a look now, though, which I'm not in favour of. The very tight legging on the man. Yes, really? Or the you have a certain sort of, you know... But he had even the beard half. the last time he not was a manager, so he does have to have a look. Clearly he's gone, well, I'll go differently this time. Yeah. Clean-shaven, but very tight legging. So he's, legging. Gone, he's gone hipster. Right yeah, yeah. hipster. Yeah. That's um, not going to last. Uh, and by the way, the Ireland got through courtesy of a really dodgy handball decision. Which is very ironic, which I think. Is Beautifully ironic, but I don't imagine they're going to pay Bosnia the five million quid they got from FIFA <laughs> to, yeah. to stop the. the, uh, the I think they've thrown away the key to that particular petty cash box. <laughs> <haven't they? laughs> it's very possible. But we're all pleased, uh, we say in a patronising way, Absolutely. the Irish. Well done, the Irish. Absolutely. Good well done, then. Well done, John Walters. I think it's. Because when he stepped up to take that penalty, the girls oh, watched it with, with my kids. And, and we just. Think back to that day when was he scored two own goals, missed two penalties, right. and got sent off, yeah. and, and probably murdered somebody on the way home. <laughs> he had a terrible day, yeah. but he stepped up to take the penalty, and my son's going, no, not yeah. him, yeah. but absolutely nervous, against, right in the corner against the goalkeeper that he's trained against with on many Begovic, would have, would have taken who would have known him, who would have known exactly where he puts the penalties. By the way, um, while we're on the subject of England, uh, while we're mentioning international footballer, uh, uh, Barcelona. Defender Gerard Piquet chose a World Eleven. Mm. You know about this? And John Stones was the only English player in that World Eleven. Um, I mean, is that that what? seems like a little bit like going? Well, I fancy you. Yeah, yeah, there is <laughs> isn't it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we How do, do I let you know? Well, well yeah, we would quite like you. So it's the modern tapping up, isn't it? Yeah. It's, like, it's like me leaving sort of little hints around the house as what to what I want for Christmas. No, no, I just kind of, I kind of leave the computer on upstairs on an eBay page for Paisley Tootle scarves of the late sixties. <laughs> that's what he's, I'm picking my Paisley World Eleven. He's doing the same thing. I, I guess he is. Uh, um, I mean, the, if you're interested, the World Eleven was De Gea in goal, 
Uh, PK Stones and Ramos, who was by Ramos, but I was the only Real Madrid player in this oh. team. Uh, Busquets, <laughs> Iniesta, Pogba, Fabregas, and then Messi, Neymar, and Suarez. So no Cristiano Ronaldo, and more importantly, no Andros Townsend either, which I thought was a shock. Oh, he'd be in the squad. Yeah, <laughs> he's on the bench. Arguing come with on. a fitness man on the side. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when Suarez is had enough. Um, yeah, I mean, we all like picking our, our sort of best 11s, don't we? But how did John Stones... I mean, you're right, it's, it's mm. all a bit of a tease. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a caught. huge bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the white name. But yeah. he might very well be. And it's, I'd say he's one of the best young defenders around, but that is quite obviously somebody said, look, we want to buy John Stones, tap him up in a yeah. magazine. Before Jose Mourinho gets his claws I don't think, I don't think, I don't think he'll go to Chelsea anyway. Well, well, I mean, we'll, well, we'll get on to Chelsea because okay. uh, we will get on to Chelsea. Uh, here's a story, right? Uh, have you heard about Euro players who are made to live for a week in a hotel by their uh, their Italian owner, right? Uh, it's, this, it's this guy called Francesco Bicchetti, and they put him up. They put them up in the Marriott in Walthamstow, which there's nothing about those three words I don't like. Yeah, in Marriott. I mean, he goes, oh, it's nowhere in a Marriott. Oh, in nice. a Marriott, lovely. In, in where? Walthamstow. Oh, okay. It, anyway, apparently, if you're a, a League Two player for the Leighton Orient and you're living in Leightonstow, the Marriott Walthamstow is not a punishment. That is a step up. <laughs> There's, they're well, going to go, this really isn't a punishment. The room service is going to get mm. caned for the week. No, but they might be living out in Chingford or something. Ilford, around that way. They might be right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. What so the Jews all did. So what the Jews all did. Well, right? they we went to the Marriott. No. They built the Marriott. punishment. <laughs> 40 <laughs> days and 40 nights like on the Marriott. No, we started off in the East End, then we moved out to Ilford and Gans Hill. Right. And that's what the players are. I imagine, I have no idea. It's one of those, it's one of those, I don't think the Marriott, I, I live in a lot of hotels, it's not, you the Marriott Walthamstow is not that much of a place. It's like there was a story recently uh, where there were the, the, one of the newspapers, I can't remember which one, got really angry because the refugees apparently were being put up in the Holiday Inn Express in Crawley. And they were saying, this luxury that these refugees, yeah. this is the Holiday Inn Express in Crawley, this isn't luxury, they want to go home. That's a step down yeah. from, from, from a war zone. Syria, yeah. Um, but I think also for the hotel manager, whoever it was, was going, oh, we're getting the football players to stay. And thinking, being really pleased with themselves, going, oh, I'll put the hotel on the map. What? They've been sent here as a punishment. <laughs> yeah. It's not a Plus, they're Orient players as well. Apparently, they've not been playing very well. They've only won two games out of 12. So, no. so the owner said, right, you're allowed out. I was reading this. You're allowed out to see your families for two hours, mm. but you've got to eat and, and sleep at the hotel until they get it. So right. he's treating it like an open prison then? Yeah, it, it's with the isn't it? With and he's paying for <laughs> expensive film. Wi-Fi well, yeah, <laughs> and a porn channel. Yeah. Porn channel. That is, it's, it's quite a nice open prison. But it, yes, essentially an open prison. It's weird, isn't it? It's a sort of. I, I mean, we were talking about team bonding before. Yeah. This is another sort of. Team but isn't bonding this because you said uh, the owner's Italian? This is like this is like an Italian thing. Is you, you punish people by taking them away from their families? Well, this is this is you know this is England. You punish yes. people by keeping them with their Absolutely. families. Absolutely. <laughs> so they're not they're not feeling punished at all. Yeah, no, they're probably thinking how nice right. holiday. Great. Oh, I'd love to stay longer, but I can't. Yeah, the owner's boss might me. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I was reading about another couple of managers who were doing. There was a guy called Graham Wesley at Preston North End. He used to stage dressing room lock-ins for ninety minutes or longer after defeats. I mean, I, I mean, we love a lock-in. Well, we, we do love a lock-in. That's the point. English people hear lock-in, they think, oh, I'm immediately thinking beer, yeah. <laughs> booze. Yeah, 
But not in the dressing room. <laughs> but 90 minutes. I, mean, I think that's a, a better idea. Well, just to make you sit with it is, is quite a good thing. To make really? you sit with that defeat, yeah. Well, Arsene Wenger, if Arsenal were losing at half-time, Arsene Wenger wouldn't say anything <gasps> to them. Oh, oh just sit. isn't that leadership? <laughs> well, it seemed to work. Did they leave <laughs> well, it? Not always. No, no, no. That's not like always. the father taking the love away. That's what that is. That's very cruel. I think that would work. If they feel like that towards him, and then he's like, no, I give you nothing. Well, no attention, good or bad. Right. Well, They're not just sitting there going, thank God for that. <laughs> no more of his rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but is this... I don't know, that silence is a bit like, uh, uh, what's wrong if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Sort of that sort of type thing. Um, Which yeah. never works on men. They just yeah. go, oh, fine, don't tell me that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, fine. Really sitting, there, the sitting there with their iPods on. But uh, didn't he that, uh, is he Bacchetti or something? He's yeah. called the, he also, when they got relegated, as punishment, he made them train for 10 days after the end of the season. It's I'm like, liking that. But it's not a good plan in no. terms no, of results, stupid. is it? It's stupid. They're yeah. going to be really fit for their summer holidays. Yes. Yeah. But Running around the Marriott like, <laughs> yeah. like athletic gods. I imagine they're going to go somewhere else in the Marriott. They might like it. They've, they've, accrued all those, they've accrued all those points. Got, oh, the Marriott yeah. has a very good reward True. scheme. They're going to be there clearing off all over the world. <laughs> they can stay anywhere, any Absolutely. Marriott around the world. I've got another one. Uh, Martin O'Neill, when he was Wickham Wanderers manager in the 90s, he had a bit of tough love for a defender, Jason Cousins, whom he dragged out of the shower at half-time one afternoon following his second red card in as many games. He pushed him naked into the corridor, into the corridor, locked the dressing room door behind him and declared him a disgrace. Right? I wouldn't drag anyone out of a shower, would you? I mean, I just, I don't know. Get them dressed first. I think it's a, I think it's a little homoerotic. Yeah. It? It's, it's a bit hard. It's a bit, yeah. I mean, the love of your cousins in High and Wickham dragging them out of showers <laughs> and stuff. There's a whole story There's there. There's a lot going on there. Well, Tony Pulis once confronted um, a Stoke player uh, in the shower, naked. Was it James, except for was it James Beattie, Beattie, wasn't it? James yes. Beattie, except Good for he was lad. wearing a, a baseball cap. Pulis was still Kiki. wearing his baseball Tony cap. Tony Pulis was naked except for a baseball cap. <laughs> Which is a marvellous... Did it have a little shower cap, cap on top yeah. of the baseball cap? I'd like to lovely. think so. He does wear the full kit, by the way, Tony Pulis, whatever club he's at. He will have the TP on all the different all the different gear. He goes straight into the club shop. That's his first thing when he gets to a club. He goes, I want one of everything. Really? Right? And he gets all TP on it, yeah, then he wears it. He sat there in shorts all, the whole game. It was freezing. It was so cold one game. He should get a job at Chavis Perkins. That would work. That's his post-retirement <laughs> building job. How have you been? I have no idea where site? that came from. I've been doing a lot of award ceremonies recently. Talking about <laughs> national pig awards. I should have had that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Van Gaal, Louis Van Gaal. Talking of uh, personality managers, um, he was quoted this week. I mean, he was doing a bit of a wind-up. Mm. He said, "I don't do anything. I delegate and earn lots of money." He was just trying to wind up journalists. But he's an old character, isn't he? I mean, I think well, I find, him, I find it annoying the way journalists deal with him because he's clearly got a good sense of humour. He clearly... One, he made a point. Do you think he's got a good sense yes, of humour? Yes, I do. He said it. To, he made the point of it was different in his day. You did do everything. And now he's got all these people doing everything. And then, in that way, he does. He went, he went I delegate and I get paid lots of money. And he's like the Jeremy Corbyn of football. Whatever he says, they go, oh, you know what that means? Like, whatever he says, they will put a bad spin on it. You know. I think he, he pushed the said nuclear be, button. Though, he said it to be funny. One would imagine. I don't think he said it to be funny at all. I think he meant it. I think, I think, I think he, he genuinely doesn't have a clue. 
And whenever no, United, no, have, no, when United have got to the top of the table this season, it's because certain he's had to do things because people have been injured. He's, he's had his hands forced. He's had basically 11, 12 fit players. He's put them on the pitch and they've played. When they're all fit and his tactics start getting involved, they're, they're walking around like a really bad dance troupe mm. and they don't know what they're doing. I honestly don't think Oh, I, I would agree that I'm, I have no idea whether he's any good or not. Right. Well, but I do enjoy he's... him. He's, no, of course, he yeah, was but good, but now I think he's very... I, I would agree that it's... You can't really work out what he's doing, except that he doesn't like people to just play and, like... With a smile no, on with, their face. With flair yeah. and just go out there. I imagine that's not his team no. choice. Just go out there and enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because they certainly, the crowds are slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. Pass it back. It's, it is a little bit double watch. But then this comes to whether, how much value do you put on managers then? I mean, they're paid an yeah. enormous amount of money and somebody must think they do something. But, you know, Sam Allardyce was in his book saying that, that Benitez did nothing. He didn't win the Champions League. Stephen Gerrard won the Champions League and I think he might have a point, might he? Stephen Gerrard was the one who won that game. Yeah, but if, if Sam Allardyce had been in that managerial position, he would have been claiming that it was his win. Well, of course, you know, but I mean, that's, that's, that's a nonsense. I mean, no, it, but well, well, how much good do they do then? I mean, well, you the know. good managers do well. The bad yeah. managers don't do well. But either way, they are a lightning rod for blame. So that's why they're what? paid a lot of money. Yeah, right. Because, okay. you know, the, it's like the Mafia. There's only one way of going out, and that's in a box, unless you're Alex Ferguson, unless and you make the choice. And Arsene Wenger as well. He well, no, leave. he's going out in a box. No, yeah. stop it. He will <laughs> leave it out in a fanfare of glory, handing us a Champions League. Yeah, there you go. Enjoy the future. Here's Pep Guardiola. <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, back on planet <laughs> Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back on planet Earth, Matthew Flamini has spent the last seven years secretly developing an alternative <laughs> to I know. It's back so on planet Earth. Matthew Flamini is. is going to be the one who saves us from yeah, ISIS. It's incredible. He is, because he'll, if, we, if we don't have to rely on oil, then that takes all their money away. Who'd have thought a combative midfield player <laughs> would do it's that? It's an amazing story, isn't it? And the well, fact he's secretly he developed kept, I don't know, he kept it secret from his own family. Well, I've kept a lot. Like it was a sh- yes, but not, not saving the planet. Well, if I was saving the planet, I'd be shouting it from the rooftops. Yeah, only if you knew it would work. I mean, I think it would be a bit embarrassing if I said, what are you doing down there? Yeah, <laughs> down yeah. there saving the planet. I'm trying to save the planet. I'm trying, but yeah. it's not working out. So once you've got it, once you know it works, then you go, well, what yeah. else? Do? I, don't, I think he made, he's made, he made a lucky and, you know, possibly skillful investment. I don't think he's down in the basement with test tubes himself doing <laughs> oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm but not I'm so sure. Cover, I'm going to be a footballer by day. <laughs> he's got, it's something called levulinic acid, acid right? Yeah. Uh, I was reading about this. Uh, it, it's an organic uh, compound that can replace oil in all of its many forms. It could it, 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 cooking oil. Uh, uh, but they've discovered the way to oil. make it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> all those different all oils. the oils. Yes, <laughs> any any number, any oil, any oil Salad you can oil. think of, any of those oils. Okay. Marvellous um, for the skin as well. <laughs> Matthew Flamini. Yeah. Skin oil. Yeah. <laughs> skin oil. Do you know because but he's anyway, worth it. It could be worth upwards of 30 billion quid. I know. It's, it's, it, but I think, unless. Just suppose an Arsenal season goes really bad from here. <laughs> no, let's and, not. Suppose and he that. just flips and decides that it's not to be put for good use and becomes some kind of James Bond oh, villain. Oh, Lord. <gasps> No, I don't like the sound of that. Although, if anyone can do that... It's Matthew Flamini could do that. Well, we were saying this, and we were saying, well, is it amazing that Flamini's done that? And all the Arsenal fans said, we don't care. He got the winning goal against Spurs. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's done enough for us already. The world could end now. We're happy. We'd be fine. 
It's a little weird to get your head around this story. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's some sort of peat-based thing or something, and he's and he's been developing it. For, like you say, he kept it secret from everyone. His mate Pete has developed what? No, not his mate Pete. It's Pete-based. Oh, it's I see. Based yeah. on, on Pete. <laughs> Nothing yeah. to do with his mate. He met some bloke called no. Pete no, no, in no, a no, pub no. in, in a North pub. London. That's who told us. It's <laughs> Pete. Now, I've tasked Matthew, and he's going to save the planet. I think he's, he's, got, he's raised the bar, definitely, for what footballers should do with their extra True. money, rather than, oh, we bought a bar together. Why don't you yeah. put it into pharmaceuticals? Or, you know, in any kind, any kind of medical research. I think, I think some footballers yeah. have been putting it into pharmaceuticals for yeah. too long. I think, <laughs> I think, I think that's, that's what Wenger was yeah. implying last week. I think that's what, you know, Robbie Fowler's bought half of the northwest of England, that's doesn't right, he? He's yeah. got endless yeah. numbers. But it's of not expensive, is yeah. it? <laughs> no, 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 it's 48 quid. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, before we go, uh, Premier League is back uh, tomorrow. I thank heavens for that. I mean, like I say, I don't mind the internationals and everything, but... I'm really the Premier League is where it's at, I think, and and we can we can get on with the you and quite a few other people. Me yeah. and yeah. almost that's, that's the thing about being a fan of a big club, though. I like internationals because I'm a fan of Blackburn. It gives me a relief, yeah. a release from my weekly so misery. But Chelsea fans are probably feeling this way as well. Chelsea yeah. fans be nervous. They've had they've had two weeks off. They lost to Stoke, and Jose Mourinho obviously we said this yeah. had to watch it in the travel lodge in Stoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you've only got free view? <laughs> <laughs> And all this, right? Two teammates. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and, all, and, and then he had like a couple of weeks when it's all gone quiet. I mean, this is the first time this season when we haven't been talking about it. Yeah. And now they've got Norwich tomorrow, which yeah. I think they will call a must-win game. But he's had about eight of them, and he's yeah. lost most yeah. of them, and he's still there. So apparently not a must-win game. It's, uh, it's one of those things, isn't it? Because I can't... I, I bet he didn't want the international break to come up because it's not like he can work on things with his squad because they're all away. away. They're all away. So it's just him sitting in a dark airing cupboard somewhere. Yeah. Exactly, really angry that he can do that, moving things around on his Sabutio pitch and stuff. Maybe I should try it this way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It is is incredible. Why? They were so good last year and so bad this year. And it's not just him, it's them as well. Eden Hazard must be looking at his legs going, these aren't. (laughs) <laughs> like, these aren't mine. These so worked they, so well last year. Yeah, it's like I keep thinking it's like when you have a terrible gig and you're saying the same words as you said the other night when everyone was laughing, but now just go nothing is. Yeah. It's just gone. It's like when you're having a terrible gig and Not then you have another one yes. in front of forty thousand people yeah. and and they show highlights of your yeah. terrible gig yeah. on a Saturday and, and the entire media is di- dissecting your terrible yeah. gig. Yeah. and people are phoning in to radio. I thought Ian was really good last year. Yeah. <laughs> some things happened to him. I think his jokes have gone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, of all that. So, but isn't yeah. it joyous for us? Isn't it? I mean. Oh yes. Oh, without a doubt. Would you feel the same if this was Arsenal, by the way? No, because I quite. <sighs> yeah. I have a. The, it's Chelsea, Chelsea have been so dominant, and they've kind of, and it's the money. I always have a problem with. Yeah. With where the money's a come from. It, yeah. I do have a problem with that. I, uh, what the people of Chukotka. Is what you're saying. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Bless you. It's the <laughs> yeah. province that Abramovich was given. Right. Given. By, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, we're back to Bond villains again, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. And I don't, so I, it, there's a kind of, yes, I, there's a quite sweet element to, to seeing Chelsea in this, whereas other teams, no. I, don't, I can't think of another team that I would 
be enjoying it quite so much. That's the other thing, by the way. If Matthew Flamley invents something that replaces oil. That's <gasps> Man City down the spout as well, isn't it, really? Mm. I mean, is it down the spout or up the spout? Anyway, well, it's one of them. Depends which hemisphere which, you're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. But I'm saying that, that that would affect Man City as well. At the moment, they've yeah. got money to burn. Yeah. You know. Well, this is, what, this is if you want to make if you want to make world football even, you should ban oil-based um, owners of clubs. <laughs> oil-based owners. All, 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 uh, just take Earth, Earth, Wind and Fire. Just take any kind of element, any kind of fossil fuel ownership of clubs should yeah. be banned across right. the world. And it would even things out. Also, right, we've got Walmart. Yeah, but it doesn't matter how rich you are. You're not yeah, just, spend well, it there's, no, <laughs> there's no clean money. That's if true. Walmart, even you can't, you know. No, you can't. There's, mm, run, what's that team? Forest Green Rovers. Oh, there is. There's the one. Green, them. Green, them. and it's all vegan it. food. Have you heard yeah. about this? Forest Green Rovers, no, no, and surprisingly they're not in the Champions League. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm saying it's a bit of a leap. Right. Um, Man City fans have escaped punishment for uh, for booing the Champions League anthem. Which I think How could they be punished for that? It was it was rude. It was rude and disrespectful oh, to boo the Champions yeah, it's League. Rude, anthem. But it's not. You don't get fined. For well, that. They, I think uh, UEFA put themselves in a bit of a position because they basically had a go at Man City fans, and I think PSG fans then did the same. And thing. I think it sort of rippled effect, wasn't it? Because all the fans are just around Europe going. This is ridiculous. Yeah. We're all going to do it. Well, City yeah. fans then bought little plastic cards saying "boo." Yes, yeah, that's that. because Brilliant. a lot of them yeah. couldn't actually didn't actually know the words to the new song <laughs> they were singing. <laughs> it was like karaoke. That would be what that is. Um, okay, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, the Premier League's back. Um, we won't talk about any other games. Uh, thank you very much for coming. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 